Good morning. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading daily from all the other portions of Scripture as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of April. On the Hebrew calendar, it is the 4th of Iyar, which is a special day here in Israel. It is called Yom Hazikaron, which in English would be Memorial Day. The full title is Day of Remembrance for the Fallen Soldiers of Israel and the Victims of Terrorism. This day was established by Israel in 1963, and it is Israel's official Memorial Day. At 8 p.m. on the eve of Yom HaZikaron, the sirens sound throughout Israel, and most of the country, all traffic, comes to a complete stop, observing one minute of silence. At 11 a.m., the siren sounds for two minutes again, and again the nation stops to remember at memorial ceremonies across the country and with standing silence. This day is normally always observed on the 4th of Iyar, but it may be moved earlier or postponed if it should conflict with Shabbat. This is also the 19th day of the Omer. This week our parasha is Achrimot, which means after death, and Kedoshim, holy. So it is a double portion this week. We're going to start with our section from the Torah, which will be Leviticus, or Vaikra, 17.8 through 18.21. First, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You shall say to them, Any man there is of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them, who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice, and does not bring it to the door of the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to me, that man shall be cut off from his people. Any man of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them, who eats any kind of blood, I will set my face against that soul who eats blood, and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement by reason of the life. Therefore I have said to the sons of Israel, No person among you may eat blood nor may any stranger who lives as a foreigner among you eat blood. Whatever man there is of the sons of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them, who takes in hunting any animal or bird that may be eaten, he shall pour out its blood and cover it with dust. For as to the life of all flesh, its blood is with its life. 
Therefore I said to the sons of Israel, You shall not eat the blood of any kind of flesh, for the life of all flesh is in its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. Every person that eats what dies of itself, or that which is torn by animals, whether he is native-born or a foreigner, shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Then he shall be clean. But if he does not wash them, or bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity. Then the Lord said to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and say to them, I am the Lord your God. You shall not do as they do in the land of Egypt, where you lived. You shall not do as they do in the land of Canaan, where I am bringing you. You shall not follow their statutes. You shall do my ordinances. You shall keep my statutes and walk in them. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my ordinances, which, if a man does, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. None of you shall approach any close relatives to uncover their nakedness. I am the Lord. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father, nor the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your sister, the daughter of your father, or the daughter of your mother, whether born at home or born abroad. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your son's daughter, or of your daughter's daughter, even their nakedness, for theirs is your own nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife's daughter, conceived by your father, since she is your sister. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister. She is your father's near kinswoman. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's near kinswoman. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother. You shall not approach his wife. She is your aunt. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your brother's wife. It is your brother's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman and her daughter. You shall not take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness. They are near kinswomen. It is wickedness. You shall not take a wife in addition to her sister to be a rival, to uncover her nakedness while her sister is still alive. You shall not approach a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is impure by her nida. You shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife and defile yourself with her. You shall not give any of your children as a sacrifice to Molech. You shall not profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. 
That was Vaikra or Leviticus 17.8 through 18.21. Our portion today from the prophets is Yeshayahu, that's Isaiah, chapters 52 and 53. Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, Yerushalayim, the holy city. For from now on, the uncircumcised and the unclean will no more come into you. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise, sit up, Yerushalayim. Release yourself from the bonds of your neck, captive daughter of Zion. For the Lord says, You were sold for nothing, and you will be redeemed without money. For the Lord God of hosts says, My people went down at the first into Egypt to live there, and the Assyrian has oppressed them without cause. Now therefore, what do I do here, says the Lord, seeing that my people are taken away for nothing? Those who rule over them mock, says the Lord, and my name is blasphemed continually all day long. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he who speaks. Behold, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims shalom, who brings good news, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Your watchmen lift up their voice. Together they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord returns to Zion. Break out into joy, sing together, you waste places of Yerushalayim. For the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Yerushalayim. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Depart, Depart, go out from there, touch no unclean thing, go out from among her. Cleanse yourselves, you who carry the vessels of the Lord, for you shall not go out in haste, neither shall you go by flight, for the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Behold, my servant will deal wisely, he will be exalted and lifted up, and will be very high. Just as many were astonished at you, his appearance was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. So he will sprinkle many nations. Kings will shut their mouths at him, for they will see that which had not been told them, and they will understand that which they had not heard. Who has believed our message? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He had no form or comeliness when we see him. There is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering and acquainted with grief. He was despised as one from whom men hide their face, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. 
but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought our peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, yet when he was afflicted he did not open his mouth. As a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and that as a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. He was taken away by oppression and judgment, and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living and stricken for the transgression of my people? They made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death. Although he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has caused him to suffer when you make his soul an offering for sin. He will see his offspring, he will prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see and be satisfied. My righteous servant will justify many by the knowledge of himself, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore I will give him a portion with the great, and he will divide the plunder with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was counted with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. That was Yeshayahu 52 and 53. Our portion from the writings today is Eov, Job 10. Here we have Job continuing to speak. My soul is weary of my life. I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will tell God, do not condemn me. Show me why you contend with me. Is it good to you that you should oppress, that you should despise the work of your hands and smile on the counsel of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh, or do you see as man sees? Are your days as the days of mortals, or your years as man's years, that you inquire after my iniquity and search after my sin? Although you know that I am not wicked, there is no one who can deliver out of your hand. Your hands have framed me and fashioned me altogether, yet you destroy me. Remember, I beg you, that you have fashioned me as clay. Will you bring me into dust again? Have you not poured me out like milk and curdled me like cheese? You have clothed me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and loving kindness. Your visitation has preserved my spirit. Yet you hid these things in your heart. I know that this is with you. If I sin, then you mark me and you will not acquit me from my iniquity. If I am wicked, woe to me. If I am righteous, I still will not lift up my head, being filled with disgrace 
and conscious of my affliction. If my head is held high, you hunt me like a lion. Again you show yourself powerful to me. You renew your witnesses against me and increase your indignation on me. Changes and warfare are with me. Why then have you brought me out of the womb? I wish I had given up the spirit and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been. I should have been carried from womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Seize, leave me alone, that I may find a little comfort before I go where I will not return from, to the land of darkness and of the shadow of death, the land dark as midnight of the shadow of death, without any order, where the light is as midnight. That was Job, Yov 10. Next up, we will be reading our portion from the Apostles, and today it is Second Peter, or Kepha, 2. But false prophets also arose among the people, as false teachers will also be among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, denying even the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their immoral ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. In covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words, whose sentence now from of old does not linger, and their destruction will not slumber. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them down to Tartarus, and committed them to pits of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah with seven others, a proclaimer of righteousness, when he brought a flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sdom and Amorah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, having made them an example to those who would live in an ungodly way, and delivered righteous Lot, who was very distressed by the lustful life of the wicked. For that righteous man, living among them, was tormented in his righteous soul from day to day with seeing and hearing lawless deeds. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment. But chiefly, those who walk after the flesh in the lust of defilement and despise authority, daring, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not bring a railing judgment against them before the Lord. But these, as unreasoning creatures, born natural animals to be taken and destroyed, speaking evil in matters about which they are ignorant, will in their destroying surely be destroyed, receiving the wages of unrighteousness. People who count it pleasure to revel in the daytime spots and blemishes, reveling in their deceit while they feast with you. 
having eyes full of adultery, and who cannot cease from sin, enticing unsettled souls, having a heart trained in greed, children of cursing, forsaking the right path, they have gone astray, having followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his own transgression. A mute donkey spoke with a man's voice and stopped the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds driven by a storm, for whom the blackness of darkness has been reserved forever. For uttering great swelling words of emptiness, they entice in the lusts of the flesh through lewdness those who are indeed escaping from those who live in error, promising them liberty while they themselves are bondservants of corruption. For a man is brought into bondage by whoever overcomes him. For if after they have escaped the defilement of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Yeshua, the Mashiach, they are again entangled in it and overcome. The last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, the dog turns to his own vomit again and the sow that has washed to wallowing in the mire. That was Second Kepha 2, or Second Peter 2. It concludes our readings for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Matthew 12, 1 through 21 also. And I wanted to take a minute to ask all of you to pray for one of our listeners, um, her name is Lizzie, and we have prayed for her last year as well. She wrote to me again and asked if we would please pray. She submitted a prayer request for her dad in August because he was having surgery for the cancer in his face. Some of you may remember this prayer request. So now she writes, Unfortunately, the cancer came back not long after the surgery. The doctors are now calling any treatments palliative. I'm asking for mighty prayer warriors to please be praying that my dad, David, is healed, that my whole family sees his healing and is brought back to faith in Yeshua. This is very difficult for us all, but I'm still believing for a miracle. Thank you and blessings to all. Um, you probably remember that a while back we were presenting prayer requests for all of you um, to pray together with those who sent in the requests. And we got busy and haven't been offering that. But I want to just say that please pray for Lizzie and her family. And also please feel free to let us know if there is some something that you want all of our Daily Bread Mom listeners to pray with you about. And I'd be so honored and happy to present this request. And uh, we have received answers to those prayers. We know that God hears us. And it is very powerful when together we approach Him and make our requests known. 
So thank you for praying for Elizabeth and her family, and may you have a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.